killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Decoding the Converse. I am Danny, and today I'm joined with someone new. Yes. Yes. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's my introduction. Oh, okay. Yes. So um, I was a bit surprised when this person said they wanted to come on the show since they're not the fan of the mystery and the macabre. But anyway, here he is. Um, yeah. <laughs> ignore, ignore, ignore that intro. Um, this is this is Gra. Um, if you're an active film listener, you'd know it um, from the shade. And yes, the shade and decoding the crime verse meet again, crossing parts. Yeah, he decided to um, come be shady on my show. For what reason we don't know. Well, technically, the other members are not here, so we can't necessarily involve the shade. But yeah, I will but be. You by yourself are a shady person, so. You're not one to speak. <laughs> he's talking in such a nonsense and he knows it. <laughs> uh, do you see the guys this is what i have to deal with on a daily basis but today we are coming with at you with a very controversial topic one that if you've been anywhere on social media you should have seen specifically tiktok it's big on tiktok at the moment but that is the story of gypsy rose blanchard now Glory, did you know who this person was before Well, the show? prior to this recording, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, no entry interest in mystery. Well, for starters, how do you know that some of these mysteries are not stuff that are plotted by people to to play with your minds? Wow, okay, we're not going into a conspiracy. Nash is not here. He's our conspiracy junkie. But today, now, Gypsy Rose was released a few weeks ago from prison after serving eight years. And it has taken media by storm. And today we're going to dive into her story and see whether or not Gypsy was justified to murder her mother. Now, just based on that sentence, how are you feeling? Do you think anyone is justified to murder? Um, no. Okay, what if I mean some people say that you have a that's the only time but I mean even self defense at, at certain points can be questionable because some people will murder someone in the name of self defense. Okay, and wait. I'll because they are not example. alive to testify, they get away okay, with it. Okay, what about let's say someone you someone comes at you with a knife and you start wrestling them and things go wrong and they get stabbed with the knife? That's and self, they die. That's self-defense. Yeah. So yes. is that justified? No, it's not. But... Yes, it is. I mean... <laughs> sorry, I'm confused. Yes, it is justified. But once again, how many of those cases where there were not enough witnesses present can you okay, vouch for? Okay, here's another one. What if you've been taken hostage? You've been kidnapped, right? And you are trying to get away from your kidnapper. And during that getaway process... You kill the kidnapper. Is it justified? Yes. 
Okay, so isn't this the same thing? Because technically her mother was holding her hostage. My point still stands. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's go through the story and then we'll see at the end if he's, he's on the same boat. But Gypsy Rose Blanchett's mother, Dee Dee, falsely claimed her daughter was suffering from different illnesses until Gypsy arranged for her boyfriend to kill her in 2015. So this happened quite a couple of years ago, nearly 10 years ago. Yeah. Gypsy Rose Blanchett grew up with her mother, Dee Dee Blanchett, making claims about her health that resulted in a series of dire diagnoses and medical interventions. However, Gypsy wasn't actually unwell. Her mother had been lying about her symptoms. Experts believe Dee Dee's behavior stemmed from a mental disorder called Munchausen syndrome by proxy, because Dee Dee wanted to be a caretaker. <laughs> she feigned and induced illness in her daughter. The truth about Gypsy and her mother only came out after Gypsy arranged for her online boyfriend to murder Dee Dee in 2015. Now, if you've seen, there is a Hulu TV series called The Act with Joey King. They actually tell the story of Gypsy yeah. Rose. Uh, Rose. It's quite a hectic thing to watch. Um, because the mom really... I mean, think about it. I don't like going to the doctor when I'm sick. Now you're going to the doctor when you're not sick and you're still getting all that stuff pumped into you or... Yeah, I mean, that's like really not great. And I mean, if you even see Gypsy now, I mean, she looks a lot better, but you can kind of tell there's a little bit of deformity yeah. going on. I mean, she looks much better than when she went into prison. But... Gypsy Rose was born in 1991 and as a baby, Dee Dee claimed that her daughter had sleep apnea. When Gypsy was eight years old, Dee Dee described her as suffering from leukemia, so cancer. Okay, that's a big claim to make. Yeah. And muscular dystrophy and said she required a wheelchair and a feeding tube. Now, what happened with the, the wheelchair actually was... Uh, Gypsy was jumping on, you know, those trampolines that are off the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was jumping, 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 and she fell off. And then Dee Dee kind of used that, that that accident caused her not to be able to walk. Even though Gypsy could feel her legs moving. I mean, she could move her toes. Yeah. She, could, she knew her legs worked, but her mom was like, no, you're too fragile. You can't, it will, they'll just break. Like, so she used all these kind of excuses. Yeah. And a feeding tube. I mean, Gypsy was like, I can eat by myself, but her mom forced her to have a feeding tube. Dude, I could not think of anything worse than having a tube down my throat to eat. That is the scariest thing. Actually, now, coming to think about it, and like, through a pipe, do they serve you like solid, solid food? No, it's all liquid. Ugh. I know, it's so gross. <laughs> Glory imagine, doesn't even like soup, so imagine, can you imagine? Imagine, imagine not having the feeling of like, Processing the mouth, the the food with your mouth, just feeling liquids going down. No, your but throat. I think you do, if the pipe goes, I think that takes it straight to your stomach. So I don't even think you feel like you're eating, because you just feel yourself getting full. That sucks. That, right? Imagine can't have cake, can't have I don't know pasta, can't have I I can't can't have anything. I can't soup in itself. I'm not a fan of, and now to be force fed liquids. No. Yeah. And that in itself would have also affected her health because there would have been certain nutrients she wouldn't have been able to get. Because again, with liquids, you 
I mean, you can try blend things, but yeah. you're going to miss out. The list of medical problems that Dee Dee related about her daughter would go on to include seizures, asthma, and hearing and visual impairments. So she literally lied about everything. everything yeah. Due to Dee Dee's action, Gypsy was prescribed a litany of medications and had to sleep using a breathing machine. Those things are awful. I've seen them before. They do not look fun she also went through multiple surgeries including procedures on her eyes and the removal of her salivary gland so that means she didn't have saliva that's crazy like like because apparently her mom said she drooled like she would just like drool uncontrollably so like imagine having a dry mouth like the whole time yeah i mean and the thing is now okay now she's out of prison but that like having stuff removed she can never put it back Mm -hmm. she's this is going to affect the rest of her life okay she when gypsy's teeth rotted perhaps due to the medication and no saliva they were pulled out okay like she literally had teeth pulled out because yeah. also i mean you know having a whole bunch of medications is also not good for you especially where you're mixing i mean if you see crime scene photos there's literally like kitchen cabinets mm. just full of medication and you're putting that into someone's body it's gonna mess up something so she literally had gypsy's teeth pulled out i've only had one teeth tooth removed yeah and it was awful enough <laughs> i went for my braces they said oh you still have one baby tooth i was like oh really they go one two three they pulled it they didn't even warn me it was awful mm. <laughs> yeah I've, i don't remember ever having a pull, uh, tooth pulled out so yeah yeah i mean it's, it's bad enough when it's like hanging off because you're losing your baby teeth now actually having them okay no now the truth was gypsy could walk she didn't need a feeding tube and she never had cancer okay and her head was bald because her mom used to just shave off her hair to give the appearance that she had cancer yeah experts believe like we said that she had the illness munchausen syndrome by proxy right which is a factitious disorder opposed on another which was why she then fabricated the daughter's ill health in order to receive attention and sympathy for taking care of a sick child so you know when kids are sick then you know people are like are you so good for looking after them here we'll cook you dinners you know like people are nice to you like when, when my mom was sick in hospital I was given, I, I had so much food, I didn't know what to do with it. Like, people just kept bringing us food. I was like, how much do you think I eat? People, but it's the same thing. It's that she wanted yeah. that attention. Medical tests often showed inconclusive or contradictory results regarding Gypsy's diagnosis. But Dee Dee would stop s- seeing doctors who questioned her daughter's ailments. So if yeah. you said, I don't think so, she'd be like, goodbye, let's go to someone else. Yeah. And many caregivers went along with what Dee Dee wanted. She'd had some nurse training so she could accurately describe symptoms. 
and she sometimes gave Gypsy medication to mimic certain symptoms to make her seem that she's sick. Mm. Dee Dee was also charming and seemed devoted to her daughter. And when Gypsy was old enough to talk, Dee Dee instructed her not to volunteer information during their appointments. Yeah. She was always the one telling Gypsy's fake medical history. So basically, she was confining Gypsy. I mean, Gypsy wasn't allowed to go to school. Gypsy wasn't even allowed to see her father without supervision. Yeah. So, I mean, she completely controlled Gypsy's life. Like, literally as if she was chained to the hip. Yeah. Dee Dee told Gypsy's father, Rob Blanchard. Okay, so what actually happened was Dee Dee fell pregnant before they got married. And then to do the right thing, Rob was like, let's do this. But things didn't work out. And yeah. they separated. Right, and she told the father that the daughter had chromosomal disorder, okay, yeah. and that had led to many health issues. He complimented Dee Dee for the devoted care, and some of Dee Dee's family noticed that Gypsy didn't seem to need a wheelchair, but when they asked, Dee Dee just moved Gypsy away. So anytime anyone questioned her, she was like, let's go. But then... Hurricane Katrina hit and Dee Dee saw this as the perfect opportunity because they then received assistance to relocate from Louisiana to Missouri and then she'd continue to bring them to doctors and appointments and stuff like that but she then claimed all their medical history was lost to the hurricane so now the doctors had to take her at her word you see it's stuff like this can be quite tricky well I wouldn't even say tricky like how, as professional doctors, do you just take someone's word for because it? Because there was the excuse that the, the medical files were missing due to that. Because Hurricane Katrina was one of the worst that Louisiana has ever experienced. It was catastrophic. And so people's houses were completely ruined. And so if you had a box of medical certificates in your house and you had to leave in a hurry because of a hurricane... People are going to then be like, okay, there's like a bit of sympathy or like, oh, that seems like an explanation. Again, it's not the right thing. I, checks should have been done. Like they should have phoned other hospitals and stuff like that. But apparently people saw it as an excuse to why all the medical files were hmm. missing. In 2008, Gypsy and Dee Dee moved to a new home in Springfield. Missouri, which was built by Habitat for Humanity, and it was painted pink with a wheelchair ramp. So again, I mean, Dee Dee's loving this, gets a free house. I mean, she's happy, right? And Gypsy yeah. and Dee Dee also received benefits, included charity-sponsored visits to Disney World. I mean, that's living the life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dee Dee continued to bask in the attention as she received from being this devoted caretaker. When Gypsy was 14, she saw a neurologist in Missouri who came to believe she was a victim of this mental disorder. Yeah. However, this doctor never reported anything to the authorities. In later interviews, he stated his belief that there wasn't enough evidence to act. Yeah. In 2009, an anonymous report was made to authorities stating Dee Dee's accounts of Gypsy's ailments had no medical basis. This resulted in two caseworkers visiting their home, but Dee Dee convinced him there was nothing wrong. As Gypsy grew older, Dee Dee began to lie about her age, going so far to alter the dates on her birth certificate to make her seem 
younger. Wait, her birth certificate, which she didn't have. So they must have had the birth certificate. But what she would do is she would be like, oh, no, she, she was born in 1995. Oh, no, she's actually born in. Then she'd change the five to an eight. So it just kept making Gypsy younger and younger. Because if Gypsy turned 18, she would no longer have control on what Gypsy went through mm. in the hospitals. In 2011, Gypsy tried to get away from her mother by running away with a man she met at a science fiction convention. But Dee Dee then soon tracked them down and convinced the man that Gypsy was a minor even though she was actually 19 years old. According to Gypsy, Dee Dee smashed her computer, physically restrained her to her bed when they returned home. And Gypsy had also stated that her mother would sometimes hit her and even deny her food if she disobeyed her gypsy eventually managed to get back online and she joined a christian dating site where she met nicholas godajon she told him the truth about the mother's action and ended up asking him to kill Didi so they could be together in june 2015 he came to her house and stabbed Didi while gypsy waited covering her ears in the bathroom Gypsy and Nicholas then returned to his home in Wisconsin, where they were found by police as Gypsy had posted on Facebook um, on her mother's account writing that Beep is dead. And she later explained that she put the post because she didn't want the mother's body to go undiscovered and rot and things like that. Now, yeah. initially, when they actually found the mother's body, they thought that Gypsy had been kidnapped. Because obviously they were like, where's Gypsy? The mom is dead. Where is she? So they didn't realize at first that Gypsy was then involved in the whole thing. They yeah. thought that Nicholas had killed the mom and then kidnapped Gypsy. After Dee Dee's murder, many people who'd known Gypsy wondered why she had gone so far to kill her. Because they were like, she, was, she looked after you. Why did you kill her? But then at her trial, when Gypsy stood up and walked, everyone was like, what on yeah. earth is happening and during the trial she she the whole story came out and the fact was that gypsy had spent her life being controlled and monitored by her mother she wasn't allowed to go to school she had no normal intelligence and often Didi told people that her daughter had the mental age of a seven-year-old so even if Didi tried um, even if gypsy tried to speak to people they didn't believe her because they thought she was incognitant yeah. okay and when they were in public Didi constantly held gypsy's hand squeezing her whenever she wanted her daughter to shut up yeah basically like keep quiet dr mark feldman who's an expert in munchausen syndrome by proxy said gypsy's life and actions and i'm gonna quote the control was total in the same sense that the control of a kidnapped victim sometimes is total her daughter was in essence a hostage and i think we can understand the crime that occurred subsequently in terms of a hostage trying to gain escape at gypsy's medical records documented the abuse she'd been subjected to her lawyer was able to arrange a plea deal for the charges she faced in Didi's death in 2016 she pled guilty to second degree murder and was sentenced to 10 years in prison and she served 85% of that sentence before being released on the 28th of December, 2023. However, Nicholas was found 
guilty of first degree murder in 2018 and sentenced to life where he's still serving. Gypsy has stated it was only after Dee Dee's death that she realized the extent of her mother's deception. While Gypsy had known she could not, she could walk and eat regular food, she had actually believed she had cancer. So she, there was still something she was shocked to find out weren't true. Yeah. And today she is healthy. She has enjoyed, and she said she enjoyed more freedom in prison than she had in her life, what she shared with her mother. And she said on Dr. Phil, I'm glad that I'm out of the situation, but I'm not happy that she's dead. Yeah. She also got married in prison. Not to Nicholas, so not to the man that she had her mother killed, but to another guy who wrote to her um, on a bet with a friend and they ended up falling in love and they got married and then he was obviously there for her when she was released. But now my question again, was this justified? But like, just before we get to that, imagine being Nicholas sitting there doing a life sentence... And this woman is out and married to somebody else. No, but here's my thing. So people, one side of the internet is favoring her, saying she she had to get out of the situation. Like like this doctor said, it was kind of like a hostage escaping. So you've got that side of the internet, and then you got the other side of the internet. We're like, they like that she literally manipulated this guy into Mm -hmm. killing her mom because. She said, we can only be together if my mom dies, etc., etc. Let's do this. She bought the knife, that kind of stuff. She led him into the house. And then to completely forsake him once they're in prison and actually marry somebody else. Plus, he had autism. So he himself had a mental disorder. So he was also not okay. So manipulation would have been easy on her account. So, on that end, people are like, okay, this doesn't seem right. So, she's very much in her interviews and stuff like that, playing the victim card, being like, I'm not the one who actually killed her. I was trying to get out of the situation. But on the other hand, she is the reason her mom is dead. And she said she couldn't go to the police because... Um, of all the lies her mom had spun and stuff like that. But, like, I mean, if she went to the police and stood up from her wheelchair, surely someone would have then been like, okay, guys, let's investigate this. Yeah. Situations like like these leave me at a loss for words. Because I don't know how... From medical professionals to police officials um none of them can actually figure some of these stuff out and it's not even like it's rocket science no well that's my thing is again the doctors should i feel doctors should be held accountable how can you if a mom comes in like my daughter has leukemia how do you just believe her just like that like you telling me if i went into the hospital today and said i had leukemia they're not going to technically that's self-diagnosis that is self-diagnosis. We told not to self-diagnose. Yep. <laughs> Don't Google your symptoms. But my thing is, is that every single doctor that just complied is as guilty. Every doctor who prescribed her medication without checking she had that. I mean, surely if you're going to remove someone's salivary glands, you're going to test that they actually drool. Maybe have them sleep at the hospital for a few nights and actually see if this is true yeah you're not just gonna remove them 
So I don't know. It's it's very difficult. I do understand sh- Gypsy herself was in a hostage type situation because I know, for example, how her mom would chain her to the bed. It was a very difficult situation to get out and she did try escape and it didn't end well. Mm. So in that sense, okay, I could see maybe for her in the time she felt that was her only option. But I still don't know if that then justifies using someone else to do it and then completely forsaking them and going off and marrying someone else. Because then clearly she didn't love Nicholas. Clearly. More reason why she should be in prison. Because the whole reason she convinced him to kill the mom was so that they could be together. (laughs) Now she's married to another man. So, and I'm, I mean, what her mom did to her was horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. I mean, I don't know how you can just give people medication. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. Force someone to have a feeding tube. That just blows my brain. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she was a hundred. I'm kind of two-sided. From the point of her being a hostage, I'm kind of like, okay, maybe it was justified but i don't think the way she went around it is justified i don't think she handled it in the correct way i know she needed to get out of the situation i just don't think the way she used nicholas is justified yeah so yeah but that is the story of gypsy rose blanchard i feel like more will be revealed as time goes on and this more of the story comes out but i suppose that is it for this show thank you for joining me it's a pleasure. I don't know if he'll be back next week. He <laughs> <laughs> might, he might not. We'll see. We never know. We've got to keep you on your toes. But from now until next week, we will see you next time. Active FM. Radio has never been better.